Welcome to the ministry of Bishop Emmanuel Intefo of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. Bishop Intefo is a medical doctor and senior pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. A seasoned and anointed preacher and teacher of the Word of God, followed with various miracles, signs, and wonders. His in-depth teaching of the Word of God will change your life forever. Now, here's today's message. I am talking about kingdom expansion, the vision of God. And we said that it's very important for us to have a vision. Because without a vision, we shall perish. In your life as a child of God, in your life as a minister, in your life as a pastor, you must have a vision. Because where there is no vision, the people perish. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 But it is very important for us to have the vision that God gives us. It is the vision that God gives us that will be a blessing to us. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 The scripture says in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 12, therefore we see through a glass darkly, as human beings we can see but we, we, we see darkly our vision is limited our wisdom is limited our understanding is limited and therefore we must we must seek to be led by the spirit of God and when we are led by the spirit of God you give us the vision of God hallelujah Amen. it's very very important he said, your ways are not my ways. And your thoughts are not my thoughts. God wants to guide us. He wants to lead us. When you are led by God, it is a sign that you are matured. Romans chapter 8 and verse 14. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. The original rendition of that verse is that as many as are led by God, they are the matured sons of God. So we must seek to be led by the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. It is very important. 
as ministers of the gospel and as the people of God we must not seek our own desire our own will what we want to do we didn't call ourselves. He called us. And in Psalm 32 and verse 8, he said, I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way that you should go. And I will guide you with my eyes. So God wants to instruct us. God wants to teach us. And God wants to guide us. That is why Jesus sent the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is here to guide us. Jesus said in John 16.13 when the Holy Spirit is come even the Spirit of truth he will guide you into all truth. So as a church and as people of God and as pastors let us be guided by the will of God. One of the greatest prayer of a Christian and especially of a pastor must always be thy will be done. Jesus, Jesus prayed this prayer three hours in the Garden of Gethsemane. You may do something but it doesn't mean that you are led by the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. You may offer sacrifice. But God will kill you for offering that sacrifice. You may even try to help God. Amen. Amen. By helping the ark not to fall down. But that is not your duty. And God can kill you. Let us seek the face of the Lord. And let us walk by the vision of God. And the vision of the Lord is that his kingdom will come and that his kingdom will be broadened and expanded. And for those of us in Calvary Christian Church, we thank God for the first 23 years. And all the great things that he has done. But the Lord has given us a new vision. A vision of expanding the kingdom. Spreading out. Reaching to more people. Reaching to more cities. More villages. More towns. More nations. Letting the light that God has given to this great ministry shine brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter. Hallelujah. Amen. God wants this church to expand. And all churches that are here, every pastor that God brought you here, you are here because God wants you to hear this word. The heartbeat of God is that many will be saved. The scripture said that it is not the will of God that any should perish, but that all will come to the knowledge of the truth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Church, let us have that heart. 
to see the gospel reaching everywhere. Every nook, every crime, every village, every hut, every town, every city, every nation. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. May the Lord grant us the grace for that. In the name of Jesus. Why don't you clap your hands for the Lord? Now, yesterday I said we need to do two things to expand the kingdom. And the first one is that we should expand the kingdom by planting churches. Every pastor here, you must not be satisfied with the one church that you have. Hallelujah. Amen. That is one light. But God wants you to shine the light forward. Matthew 5.16 said, Let your light so shine that men will see your good works and give glory to your Father which is in heaven. Jesus said, No man lighted um, a candle and put it under a bushel. Yes. But he puts it on the table so that the light of it will bright and shine for all to see. Yes, so Uri Aunani Afunga, Danja Alitibangachirundu, Ulivenda, Uri Botheva Livone, Babane Cheza. Corporate institutions, Hangekazamabindu, banks, banks, Zibanga, mining companies, Naz companies are mining, universities, the university, colleges, Naz college, are expanding. Ziko Arua. They are expanding. Telecommunication companies. The companies MTN. MTN. And many, many companies. Are going to every little corner. How is it that we, the Church of Jesus Christ, the ground and the pillar of the truth? Why are we resting in the in the cities? Amen. Amen. It's because as pastors we want money. When you send people to go and start churches in cities, they will thank you for sending them. Because there is money in the city. Amen. Amen. When you send people to cities to start churches or big towns, they are very happy. Because, because we want money. We have, we have reduced the church of Jesus Christ to making money. When you send people to go to the villages to go and start churches, they will curse you. And they will ask you, will you send your child there? Will you send your child there? Church, we are backslidden. Jesus said, go ye into all the nations. Go ye into all the nations. Yesterday, the Lord told us, we shouldn't congratulate ourselves. 
we shouldn't praise ourselves. When we match what we have done with the marking scheme, we realize that we have not done much. We have not done much. We need to do more. We must press on and press on until the church of Jesus Christ is found in every heart, in every village, every town, every city, every nation. Hallelujah. Amen. And in fact, it must come to the point where after every 15 meters every 15 meters meters there must be a church yes it's a good place for you to clap your hands for the Lord because every 15 meters there's a disco Nine club. Every 15 meters, there is a drinking spot. There's a drinking spot. 50 meters Every 15 meters, there's a prostitute brothel. Every 15 meters in our countries now, there is somewhere that drugs. Narcotics are being sold. Is it too much? Is it too much? In the church of Jesus Christ, every 50 meters. Hallelujah. So Calvary Christian Church and all of us here the time for church planting has come. Hallelujah. Amen. We must be ready to lose something. We must be ready to sacrifice something. We must be ready to suffer to plant the church to preach the gospel. Yes. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. You know, pastors, we must be like Jesus. Jesus didn't lower the standards. Yes. Aye. Yes. Aye. He didn't lower the standards. No, no, no. Aye. In Luke chapter 9, nine, several people said they will come to follow Jesus. One came and said, I want to follow you. But tomorrow is my father's funeral. Let me finish your faith and come. Jesus said no. You want to follow me? Follow me now. He said, what about my dead father? Let the dead bury the Another person came to Jesus. He said, Jesus, I want to follow you. Jesus asked him, where do you live? He said, my father has a, a four-bedroom apartment. I'm there with my wife. Jesus said, are you sure you want to follow me? You want to follow me, young man? I'll tell you something. The son of man had nowhere to lay his head. Yes. Yes. Look at a scripture in Luke chapter 14 and verse 26. Luke 14, 
Luke chapter 14 and verse 26. Ma, Luke 14, 26. I don't know whether we, are, we, we, we can put the scripture on. Luke 14, 26. Luke 14, 26. Now look at it. If anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother, wife, and children, brothers, and sisters, yes, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. The standards are very high. The standards are very high. You must be ready to lose everything. So that we can go and preach Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. We, we must be ready to lose everything. Our comfort. Our titles. Our titles. And you see now pastors, we like titles. We like titles. There's nothing wrong with titles, but we must not love titles. At the end of the day, what is important is what have you done for the Lord? 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 Yeah. Amen. Amen. We want to look great. We want to look great. Greatness is not what men say you are. But greatness is what the law says. You are. Jesus said in John 5.44 How can you believe when you seek honor from one another and not seek the honor that comes from God? When you seek honor one oh. from the other. Oh. Honor. Honor. And not the honor that comes from God. I saw apostle struggling to mention names. He was very meticulous. Not to miss somebody that should not be missed. Just in case he missed somebody's name. You feel so offended. We are offended with the wrong things. We must be offended that the majority of the people in this area are not in our churches. Amen. That leads me to my second topic tonight. The second thing that, and please tonight, I want everybody to be alert. The second thing that we must do in order to expand the kingdom of God is to build large churches. To build 
large churches or mega churches. So tonight I'm sharing with you from this book the mega church. Hallelujah. Amen. By my father in ministry, Bishop Dad Mills. Hallelujah. Amen. We need to have the desire to build large churches. Why? Why? Because everything that is in the world is becoming big. False religions are becoming big. Hello? Amen. Homosexuals have formed associations all over the world. And they are becoming big. Banks are becoming big. Telecommunication companies are becoming big. Alcoholic making companies are becoming big. The only institution that is happy to be small is the Church of Jesus Christ. There is something wrong of us. There is something wrong of us. Hallelujah. Amen. If we want to advance the kingdom, if we want to expand the kingdom, if we want to enlarge the kingdom, hallelujah, Amen. we must build large churches. Amen. Amen. So tonight, I want to teach on reasons why we must have a mega church. Reasons why, as a pastor, you must have a mega church. Reason number one a mega church is the most appropriate vision a pastor must have. The most appropriate vision that a pastor must have is to have a large church. Every pastor must have a vision, must have a burning desire to have a large church. Amen. Amen. Yes. Every professional footballer What's become the biggest? There's a controversy. Who is the biggest? Is it Leonard, Leonel Messi or Ronaldo? Cristiano Ronaldo. Who is the biggest? Politicians want to become big. Political parties want to become big. Amen. Amen. In South Africa, the ANC is the biggest party. But we have the DA and other parties who are also trying to mobilize to become big. So if you are a pastor, 
Let me ask you a question. Why are you a pastor? Why are you a pastor? If you can answer that question, you will see how important it is for you to have a large church. Why are you a pastor? Are you a pastor because you want money? Are you a pastor because you want to be a head of a bank? What is your aim? What is your aim as a pastor? Every football striker has one aim to score a lot of goals. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Look, when we buy you as a as a striker, and we give you the ball in the 18. Your usefulness is to put the ball into the net. As often as we give you the ball, if you begin to play over the bar, offside, instead of scoring, you are falling down, you are kicking over the ball, we will sell you. You have lost your purpose. Hello. Hello. When you are married as a wife, we have to make sure that there's food in the house for us. Oh, oh, that is not it in South Africa. The, the wives don't have to eat food. We have married you as a wife. You can't cook. You don't know how to cook. You can't host people. You have lost your purpose. Hallelujah. Amen. So as a pastor, show your number one desire. Your number one aim is that God will give you a lot of sheep. A lot of sheep. And having a lot of sheep means you are having a mega church. Hallelujah. Amen. So, having a mega church is the most appropriate vision. Number two, the second reason why we must have a mega church is because your desire to have a mega church, you must desire to have a mega church because the desire for a mega church will lead you on a journey that will make your church to grow. Your desire to have a large church, that desire, that desire, will, will put you on a journey that will make your church to grow. Now, pastors, listen to me. The church does not grow automatically. <laughs> the church does not grow automatically. You must do things for the church to grow. And 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 many pastors have very small churches. And the reason is that there is no desire. There is no desire for the church to be big. 
Why don't you want the church to be big? I don't understand you. I don't understand you. What is your aim as a pastor? What is your aim? Bank managers want a lot of people to come and deposit their money. In the bank. A businessman wants to make a lot of profit. So a pastor's aim must be that God will give you a lot of sheep. And, and when you have that desire, when you have that desire, you begin to do things. Yeah. Your prior life will change. A pastor who wants his church to grow will begin to pray more. Yeah. <laughs> because you cannot snore and expect your church to grow. You, you can't be snoring in the night and expect your church to grow. No, 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 no. No. Hallelujah. Amen. What did the apostle say? In Acts chapter 4, he said, It is not right that we serve tables. It is not right that we serve tables. He said, look for people to look after this type of work. But as for us, the pastors, we will give ourselves to the way of God and continually to prayer. A pastor who wants his church to grow will pray like Jesus. Jesus was very prayerful. Jesus was very prayerful. Multitudes followed Jesus. Everywhere he went. Because the anointing for a large church was upon his life. And the reason was that the man was prayerful. Hallelujah. Amen. Your desire to see your church grow will let you become friends of certain pastors. Yes. Is it yesterday my brother came up. He was taking the offering. And he said to the apostle, I desire the anointing upon your life. What, what does he mean by that? The things that he has seen God use this great man of God to do he wants God to use him to do the same thing. that desire is what will let him take an offering and sow into the anointing your desire to let your church grow will let you read certain books every pastor here who doesn't own one of these books the mega church I don't think we are serious with church growth. Yes. Yes. Somebody has written the mega church. How to make your church grow. 
How to make your church grow? How to make your church grow? This is a book that I need. It's in my desire to let my church grow. Will let me buy this book? Buy it for my, my leaders. Buy it for my associates. Buy it for all my members. Because I want to see my church grow. Your desire to see your church grow will let you attend certain conferences. You attend conferences like this where we are talking about how to make the church grow. Hallelujah! Amen. How many of you are here tonight? So I'm talking about the reasons why you must have a large church or a mega church. Number one, that is the most appropriate vision. And number two, that desire will lead you on a journey. Number three, you must have a mega church because the prophetic destiny of every church that the Lord builds is to have a greater end than the beginning. The prophetic destiny of every church that the Lord builds is to have a greater end than the beginning. In Job, In Job 8-7, the Bible says, though thy beginning was small, yet thy latter end should greatly increase. Hallelujah! God has determined that, God has determined that the end of your ministry will be bigger than the beginning. It is a prophetic inheritance that God has laid for you. And therefore you must go for it. But, but, do, you know, but do you know that, do you, know that you, you can be given an inheritance that you will never receive? I don't know about the South African system. But in Ghana, if, if, if your father dies interstate, in other words, without first writing a will, without writing down a will, to say, this property belongs to this. This property is for this. This property is for this. And the person dies without a will. Most of the time, after his death, there is confusion in the family. There's a struggle for the property. Everybody wants to grab something. So the children... The wife who really have to receive the properties but find themselves not receiving them. And that is because the father didn't do due diligence. God says your prophetic destiny as a pastor and your church is a large church. But you must work towards it. You must work towards it. It will not be given to you on silver platter. Can I have an amen? Amen. Number four. 
Chabona. Number four. Chabona. You must have a mega church because most pastors are deceived into thinking that the work is being done when it is not being done. You must have a mega church because most pastors are deceived to think that the work is already done. The work of building the church, the work of winning the loss, the, 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 the work of bringing multitudes into the kingdom of God. Satan has deceived many of us pastors to think that it is done. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now pastors listen to me. And I'm talking to pastors and I'm talking to the church members. Because the vision for a mega church cannot be left to the pastors alone. We the members we must rise up and have that same vision of our pastors support them to build large Pastors, listen to me. I will show you a danger that every pastor has. A danger that every pastor has. How many of you want to know the danger that every pastor has? How many of you want to know? The danger that we all have as pastors is our field auditorium. Your church building is full. Your church building is full. When you started your church, there were only a few people. Five years later, ten years later, fifteen years later, the church is full. And so you look at it as a pastor. And you say to yourself, I've done well. Everything is okay. Satan tells you, you, this is all that you can achieve. This is all that you can achieve. Yeah. See yourself. Your auditorium is full. Auditorium you have bought your car. You have money to eat. You have built your house. You are paying your children's school fees. Everything is okay. Everything is okay. That is a lie from the pit of hell. That is deception from Satan. How can everything be okay? How many people are in your church? How many people are in your church? How many? Just go along the street. Eh? I'm going to bring Dr. Masakona to a crowd to my church to come and, and preach. I'm bringing you in July to come and preach. In our international convention. international. And you see my cathedral. But the grace of God. God has blessed the church. There are a lot of people in the church. 
But every Sunday I get very sad. I get sad. When I'm driving to church, Satan has introduced something in my country. It is called Sunday morning keeping fit. And now it is organized by the political parties. So on Sunday morning, Bishop, on Sunday morning, you see a lot of people, hundreds of them, thousands of them, jogging. 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 On the roads. When you go to the beaches, they are jogging. And then some of them are playing football. Hundreds of them. When I see all those hundreds, Bishop, they are more than the people in my church. How can I be happy? The work is not done. There is too much work to be done. What did Jesus say? Yes, so In Matthew chapter 9, and verse 36, the Bible says, when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion. When he saw the multitudes, when he saw the multitudes, there are multitudes to be won. And, and, and your, church, your church has 50 people. Your, your, your hall, 50 people. And it is four. And you are happy. Many years ago, in 2001, in 2001, uh, something happened in one of our churches. We sent a young man to start a church in 2000. And after 10 months, he died. He was my convert. I led him to Christ on his hospital bed. He had a certain disease and I happened to be there one of the doctors that was treating him. And so I led him to Christ on the world. And he, he joined our church. And he became born again. Within four years, he rose up to become a pastor. And we sent him to go and start a church. In 2000, January, he started. October 2000, at the age of, I think, um, 36 or so he died. He died. Now, at that time, I was assisting one of our senior pastors in another branch. So, the bishop called me and he said, you led this young man to Christ. He's no more. So, go and take over the work that he has started. And build it up. So, in 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 January 2001, January 2001, I entered that church for the first time. The church was meeting in a classroom. When I got to the church, when I got to the church, the church was a large church. It was a mega church. The church was full with some people outside. Wow. It was a large church. Very large church. 
There was no space inside. When I counted the number of people there, a large church, it was full. It was overflowing. You know how many people were there? A little over 20. It was four. But there were 20 people. You know why? The meeting place was just like these two rows here. The classroom. The fact that your auditorium is four does not mean that the work is done. Amen. Amen. Jesus said, lift up your eyes. John 4.34, lift up your eyes. Look at the ripening harvest. And don't set yourself tomorrow. Today. Jesus saw the multitudes. He saw the multitudes. Hallelujah. So the work is not done. Hello? The work is not done. I said the work is not done. One of the largest churches in the world today is the redeemed church of God in Nigeria. The redeemed church in Nigeria. They have a large um, um, camp. When they gather on Fridays, once, once in a month on Fridays, there can be six million people there. There can be six million. Yes. There can be six million. Hallelujah. Amen. What a blessing. But I want to ask you a question. Six million. Very good. It's a blessing. But what is the population of Nigeria? What is the population of Nigeria? Nigeria is more than 150 million. If you are sitting down here, you have 5,000 people, 3,000 people, 10,000 people in your church. God bless you. What is the population of South Africa? The last time I checked, I heard that it was over 50 million. It was 50 million. 50 million. Over 50 million. And you have 10,000. One over 10,000 How many of you realize that we, 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 are, we have not done anything? How many of you agree with me that we have not done anything? We have not done anything. Hallelujah. Amen. And that is why we must have a desire to build. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Now, Zina. let me give you this statistics. Please listen very carefully. In the world, there are over 7 billion people. In terms of religions, Christianity. Christian has two billion people. And, and, and what I'm giving to you is even data that has been around for some time. Islam. My Islam. When I was checking, had 1.2 billion people. 
Hinduism. By Hindu. 785 million. million. Buddhism. By Buddhism. 360 million. 360 million. Judaism. By Judaism. 70 million. 70 million. Schism. By Schism. 60 million. 60 million. Baha'i faith. By Baha'i. 5 million. 5 million. Confucianism. By Confucianism. 5 million. 5 million. Jainism. By Jainism. 4 million. 4 million. Shintoism. By Shintoism. 3 million. 3 million. Waika. By Waika. 7 million. 7 million. And then Zoroastrianism. Zero. Zoroastrianism. Zoroastrianism. 2 million. 2 million. Now look at the analysis. When you put it all together, total Christianity is 1.2. In terms of percentage, 70 million. 17%. 17%. Total other religions. If you put all the other religions together, it's 2.2. The 2.2 percent billion or 2.2 billion constituting 31.4 percent. Right at 31.4 percent. Total religious adherence. That is, people that they say, you know, uh, we 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 are religious. But not Christians. When you put it together, Robertanganisa. They are 3.4 billion. 3.4 billion. They constitute 48.6 percent. Baba 48.6 percent. Hallelujah. Amen. Total non-religious. Baba 3.6. 3.6. Constitute 51.4 percent. Baba 51.4 percent. Now, if if you put all other religions, then non-religious. Then, then religious adherence. If you put all of them together, they make up 82.8%. And Christianity is 17.2%. So, more than 80% of the world population are not saved. They have not encountered the cross. They have not. That is why we must believe God for large churches. Large churches. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here? You've gone home. Thank you, Jesus. Are you here? Number five. Number five. You must have a mega church because. God's will is that his house may be filled. Please give me Luke chapter 14 verse 23. Luke chapter 14 verse 23. The next reason why you must have a large church is because God's will is that 
his house may be filled. Your will may be that you want a few people, but the will of the person who called you is that his house will be filled. Then the master said to the servant, Go out into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be filled. God wants his church to be filled. God wants filled churches. Not half-filled churches. Not, not one quarter filled. Can I have this water? Can I have this water? Can I have your water? Yes. Come, come, Pastor TJ, come. come. Stand here. Wow. Hold it. Come up. Listen to this. Come up here. Lift it up. There's water here. Is there water here? Is there water here? Is there water here? This is half filled. And we can be happy with it. We can be happy with it. But God is not looking for half-filled churches. God is not looking for half-filled churches. In this scripture, the Lord that talks about the Lord Jesus Christ, he said, I want my house to be full. I want my house to be filled. This is the will of God. Is your house filled? Is your church full? And if your church is full, it must be full again. And it must be full again. And it must be full again. And it must be full again. Bishop Oyedepo. How many of you know of Bishop Oyedepo? How many of you know Bishop Oyedepo? Winners Chapel International. He has the, thank you, he has the largest church building in the whole world. The largest one single church building. It sees 50,000 people. Every Sunday, Sunday, they fill it three times with overflow. So right now, as I'm speaking, he's building another church building. 100,000. That church building is going to seat 100,000. And the current one, is going to serve as the overflow. Chitotoba overflow. Chitoba chow parallela. No. Why is he building another one? Because I asked you the question. You have 100,000 people. But what is the population of Nigeria? God wants our churches to be filled, Pastor. Pastor, God wants that church that you have to be filled. And when it is filled, to be filled again. And when you fill it the second time, fill it the third time. And fill it the second time. And fill it the fourth time. And fill it the fifth time. Yes. 
last Sunday, Sunday Epiraun, by the grace of God, Chamzim, in my cathedral, we started another service. We already have five adult services on Sundays. But last Sunday, on a Sunday Epiraun, we started another one. We started another one. We are not happy with what we have. Yes. We are not happy. We want more. Lift up your right hand. Say, Lord, Lord, give me more. 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 Say, fill my house. Fill my house. Fill it again. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Clap your hands for the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 How many of you are ready to do the will of God? Always remember that it is the will of God. And Jesus said, My will is that my house may be filled. That is why you must build a large church. Because God wants his house to be filled. If more than 80 people of the 80% of the world population don't know the Lord. How can we sleep? How can we be happy? How can we congratulate ourselves? How can we praise ourselves? We can't. Hallelujah. Amen. But God is going to give you a mega church. I said God is going to give you a mega church. Amen. Amen. Number six. Number six. You must have a mega church because your harvest field is the world. You must have a mega church because your harvest field is the world. Mark chapter 16 and verse 15 and he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and Preach the gospel to every creature. Mariko 1615 The fact that the entire world is to be reached implies that the harvest of the souls that we will bring in must be very large. Hello? Amen. Hello? Amen. Listen. Above. We have not been sent to a little street. What, what, is, what is the most popular street or highway in uh, Toyando or Luamundo? <laughs> is, is that a popular highway? <laughs> uh, highway. Like Do we have a Mandala highway? Pepo Drive. Punda Maria. Yeah. Yes. It's very popular. Yeah. Pastor, you have not been sent to Puda Maria. No. 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 You have not been sent to fish in a bathtub. Do, do you know a bathtub? Where you stand and then you bath. What fish can you catch there? Small, small fishes. Very few. 
We have been sent to the whole world. The whole world. The whole world. Our harvest field is the whole world. Not not Wamundo. Not Toyando. Not even South Africa. Africa. Not even Africa. The whole world. The whole world. And watch this. Come on here. If the whole world is a harvest field, how many agree that the harvest must be very large? How many of you agree? Lift up your hands. Very large. But the reason why we don't have large harvest is because we have limited our harvest field. The pastors here, the influence of your church it's where your church is located and around. It's finished. It's finished. It's finished. It's finished. Amen. Amen. Please give me Revelation chapter 10 and verse 10. Revelation chapter oh. 10 and verse 10. Zumburo 10 10. Revelation chapter 10 and verse 10. Zumburo 10 10. Then I took the little book out of the angel's hand and ate it, and it was as sweet as honey in my mouth. But when I ate it, my stomach became bitter. Verse 11. And he said to me, and he said to me, you must prophesy. Again. And he said unto me, thou must prophesy. Again before many peoples and nations and tongues and kings. We have been sent to four different types of people. Many peoples. Many peoples in Luamundo and in Toyando and in Venda Many people. Many people. Many people in South Africa. But after that, we have been sent to nations. Nations. So if you are South Africa, South Africa is not nations. That is South Africa. South Africa. But Zambia is nations. Zambia is nations. Swaziland is nations. Namibia. Malawi. And on and on and on. No, yeah, pandar chiram. Amen. Amen. Before many people, vaya kabatu bandi. And nations and tongues. Vaya kazi chaka na kazi ndi min. Tongues. Ndi min. That is different languages. Ndi nyambo zopamana. Different languages. Ndi nyambo zopamana. So in my ministry, come shumo anga. Right now. Zina. I'm fulfilling this one. Because when I speak, I need another tongue to explain what I'm saying. Tongues. Then, then, then to, to kings. Come a horse. To kings. Come a horse. These are all different levels, different stages, different dimensions. Of our calling. 
Pastor, so you have been called to nations. And that is why the Lord is speaking to us. At our 2010 adversary. Calvary Christian Church. Up to the nations. Up to the nations. Up to the tongues. We are waiting for you to come to Ghana. Yes. We are waiting for you to come to Ghana. Yes. We need you in Ghana to come and plant churches. When you come to Ghana and you speak, you need another tongue to explain. Then you know that you are fulfilling all the dimensions of your ministry. Give the Lord a wonderful clap of Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Number seven. You must have a mega church because the biblical example of churches had thousands of members. Churches in the Bible days were made up of thousands. They started small, but they became thousands. Acts chapter 1. There were only 120 in the upper room. Acts chapter 2. 3,000 were added. Acts chapter 4. 5,000 were added. Not counting the, the women and the children. Acts chapter 5. Multitudes of people both of men and women. Acts chapter 6 verse 1. And when the number of the disciples multiplied. Thousands. 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 Under the influence of the Holy Spirit. Under the influence of the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit came, the apostles rose up to preach, to teach, to work miracles. And the churches exploded. Pastors, church members, listen to me. There's a reason why the Holy Spirit is here. There's a reason why the Holy Spirit is here. The Holy Spirit is here not for you to speak in tongues. That is not the only function of the Holy Spirit. To just speak in tongues and be happy. The Holy Spirit is here not to cause you to see your cars or your husband. I see something. I see something. I see your new car. That's not why the Holy Spirit is here. That is not why the Holy Spirit is here. That is not why the Holy Spirit is here. Listen, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Yes, after he has preached, he called his disciples. He said, I want you to go and preach. I want you to go and preach. In Luke chapter 24, when he said it, Peter and the rest, 
They started running. But he asked them, Why are you going? He said, You asked us to go and preach. So we are going. He said, No, 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 no. You can't do it on your own. You can't do it on your own. He told them in, in verse 49. He said, Tarry ye in Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. And so they were there. After Jesus descended, yes or no, or no. ten days later, ten days later, the Holy Spirit descended. Hallelujah. Amen. Why did he come? Acts chapter 1 verse 8. What is the primary reason why the Holy Spirit is here? What is the main? Acts chapter 1 verse 8. What is the main reason why the Holy Spirit is in the church? Church, why do we have the Holy Spirit? Why is the Holy Spirit in the church? Why is it here? Why is it here? To help us to get rich. To help us to get, have children. We have reduced the Holy Spirit to making children Prophesy for money, building houses, all kinds of things. But what is the main reason why the Holy Spirit is here? What did Jesus say? Yes, Look at it. Look at it. But ye shall receive. This is Jesus speaking. This is Jesus speaking. Yes, This is Jesus speaking. Yes, Jesus speaking. Yes, to the disciples. Eleven of them. I need eleven disciples. I need eleven. Please come. Eleven disciples. I need them. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Beautiful. You are, you are, you are part of it. You are also called. Jesus said, I'm going. Guys, you need to go and preach. I'm sending you to the whole world. Go everywhere. Nations. Peoples. Tongues. Kings. But wait. You can't do it on your own. I'm going to send the Holy Spirit. He said, Look at it. But you shall receive power. After the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall receive power. After the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall become successful businessmen. Okay? Successful businessmen. Okay? okay? You shall become successful businessmen. Successful prophets. You open your eyes. You see children, triplets. You see BMW. You shall become governors. You become kings. Is that what is in your Bible? You shall receive power. After the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses. 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 Unto me. Where? Jerusalem. Jerusalem. And where else? Nangapi. Judea. Kala Judea. And where else? Nangapi. Samaria. And Samaria. And where else? Nangapi. Onto the uttermost part of the world. Thank you. Thank you. So let me ask you, Pastor. Come and Let me ask you, Pastor. You are in, in Jerusalem. Whenever Jerusalem. I agree. But where is Judea? Judea. What about Samaria? Samaria. Calvary Christian Church. Calvary. Why Judea? Judea Why Samaria? Samaria. Why is utmost part of the world? I told you yesterday. 
We have nothing to celebrate about. Yeah. We have nothing. We have done something. But there is more. There is Judea. And there is Samaria. And there is The Holy Spirit has been given to you, Pastor, so that you become a witness for Jesus. Stop using the Holy Spirit for other things. Stop using the Holy Spirit to become a motivational speaker. Stop showing people how to become business experts. I'm not saying that it is not good to help your people to prosper. But that is not the main aim. But we have drifted into what is not the main aim. And we have left Judea. And we have left Samaria. And we have left Jerusalem. But time is to go for tonight. We are reviving. We are going back. We are going back. Lift up your tools and say, I'm going back. I'm going back. I am taking more territories. Clap your hands for Jesus, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Number eight. You must have a mega church. Because having a large church means that more souls have been won into the kingdom. More souls have been won into the kingdom. Hello? Amen. When we have large churches, it only means that hell has been depopulated. And more people have come into the kingdom. Hallelujah. Amen. Are we here or we'll go home? But how many of you are ready to let the Lord give you a mega church? Hallelujah. Amen. Now, Zina, to build a mega church is by the grace of God. It's an anointing. You see, there are different gifts that God has given. The gifts of the apostle. The gift of the evangelist. The prophet. The teacher. The miracle worker. Do you understand it? These are all gifts. These are all different anointings. To build a large church is an anointing. It's the power of God. Yes. You can't just get up and build a large church. John said in John 3.27 a man can receive nothing except it be given to him from above. So if we want to build large churches we have to ask God for the grace of God to build large churches. Hallelujah. Amen. And as you can see we need to build large churches. Tonight I want us to pray. And I want us to ask God to put an anointing on our lives, on our ministries, 
for mega churches that God will begin to raise up 1,000 member church 2,000 5,000, 10,000, 50,000, and beyond. That your 50 member church will become 200. That your 200 member church will become 500. Hallelujah. How many of you want the Lord to give you a mega church? Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Everybody stand to your feet. Everybody stand to your feet. We believe you have been blessed by this message. We invite you to worship with us at the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Collegon, opposite the Collegon Main Gate. Our service times are early rain service, 6.30 to 8.15 a.m. Love and Hope service, local languages services, from 7.30 to 9.30 a.m. Love and Faith Service from 9.30 to 11.30 a.m. Our Vibrant Youth Church is also at 9.30 a.m. to 12 noon. Be part of our midweek impartation service this and every Tuesday from 6.15 to 8.30 p.m. prompt. For further prayer and counseling and further inquiries, please call 0278-888-884. Or 0543-289-289. The numbers again, 0278-888-884. Or 0543-289-289. God bless you. To glorify your